Namaste, everyone. This is Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel. Welcome to the Oneness Program. You're listening to a new radio program that is the beginning of a worldwide broadcast of the Oneness Movement and the energies that are coming out of Oneness University in India. I'm Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel, and for many years I've been involved as a Unity Minister. I pioneered a church in Berkeley, Unity Berkeley, which is continuing to grow and thrive. And recently I have been focusing more and more of my awareness and attention on the phenomenon that is coming out of India, out of Oneness University in southern India. This phenomenon is known as the Oneness Movement. One of the reasons that I've been so excited about the Oneness Movement is that it embraces something that I've been really called into my whole life, and that is this knowing, this deep knowing beyond the level of concept that there is really one divine presence and that that divine presence can be known by people of all cultures, of all traditions, of all faiths, by whatever name they choose to know it and in whatever fashion they choose to praise it, honor it, and commune with it. And the oneness blessing and the oneness movement is um, a new phenomenon that is calling people of all faiths and all cultures and all traditions to really acknowledge this divine presence in a deep and a profound way. This show, The Oneness Program, is a direct inspiration from the divine. I have been to India four times, first in March of 06 and then August 07, and then I went back in January of 2010 to be certified as a Oneness trainer and initiate people as Oneness blessing givers here in the United States. And most recently, I was back in India in January and February to do a 28-day, very intense deepening process. And both the last two times I've been to India, I've had this impulse that I was to begin an internet radio station that would really bring the oneness message to people all over the planet. For the past year, I've kind of discounted that. I've been very busy working in my Unity Church. But in January this year, and I released that experience of being a minister at Unity of Berkeley and have become more focused on my energies here with the Oneness Movement. And coming back from India this time, it was very, very clear that this was something that I was called to do. Now, I, I do, I have to tell you, I have a little experience in radio, and I actually love the radio. In 2008-2009, we did a wonderful live radio program every week in San Francisco on KEST Radio. And from that, I helped Roy do an internet radio program on his book, A Monument of Wonders. But I hadn't really put together all the tools necessary to not only have an internet radio program, which is what the Oneness program is, but actually to create an internet radio station. And that's what the Divine has told me I'm supposed to do. So I'm in the midst of learning, and I have quite a bit of a learning curve here, but I do have support. And I'm so grateful for those people who are supporting me, for Ray Zander and the people at Live 365 Radio, who will be doing all the technology of the Oneness FM internet radio station, and Christy Walsh, who's helping me with these shows. And all the many Oneness Blessing trainers all over the world who have yet to tell me that they want to host programs. But that is my vision, that is my goal, that we will have programs all day and all night blessing you with the energies of Oneness and bringing you more and more inspiration how you can connect into these deep fields in your own life experience. So that's a little history about my experience of oneness, and now it's time for us to move into our show today.
You're listening to The Oneness Program. This is Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel, and I'm here today with Reverend Kira Bear. Kira, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Patricia. I'm delighted to be here and share oneness with our listeners today. So great. Now, do people call you Reverend Kira? Oh, yes, or just Kira (laughs) is fine. Okay, just Kira, because I I just have this thing when I do radio, I sort of announce myself as Reverend Dr. Patricia, and then when I hear myself, I kind of laugh because I think, who's she? It's like, I'm just (laughs) Patricia here. Anyway, it's beautiful to have you on the show, and um, the fact that we are also broadcasting on Unity FM is quite a beautiful thing because both of us are Unity ministers, and also both of us are very involved in the oneness movement and and trainers in the oneness movement. So I'm really looking forward to having this opportunity to share the message of oneness, the experience of oneness, the phenomenon of oneness with our listeners on Unity FM and bringing your beautiful perspective in. So I'd like to begin the show by you just sharing a little bit with me and with our listeners about what your life was like before you had an experience of the oneness blessing and then that experience of that first oneness blessing, what did you, what, what happened for you? Mm, that's such a beautiful question because as most of us, we've done tremendous work and I have done tremendous work on myself over many, many decades in doing spiritual insight and working in meditation and prayer to calm my mind, to work with my thoughts and and look at noticing constantly how I am both speaking in conscious language as well as what thoughts are present for me in a given moment and how I'm operating with those and what my body's doing with all of that. And so in unity, that's that's a big part of who we are. So I was very conscious of uh, listening and noticing my mind and how it might shift in a given moment and how it gets taken over and my thoughts continue to race and I get fixated on something and stressed then in the process of that. And I noticed that that was still a part of my life, even though I was very conscious of it, it's still a part of our lives, uh, up until the time I had you know, oneness for the first time. And one of the things that that happened in that journey was a realization that when, after I had the first oneness blessing, that there was a calming effect. I immediately felt this presence. And, and of course, you know, we call in the presence and there's an expansiveness to the awareness of divine presence. But when it came through, there was a tingling at the very top of my head. It was very pronounced. And all of my body began to tingle. And I, I felt this quieting, mm. almost like putting a, a gentle blanket over me. And it quieted the noise. And it seemed at the time that it was quieting the outside noise. But what I realized very quickly was it was quieting the inside noise in my mind. And I was, I, in, in fact, I almost felt um, a reluctance to move again too much because I didn't want to disturb it at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was so peaceful, you know, yeah. and you're afraid if I move, it might go away. <laughs> Now, I also discovered it didn't, and what was an amazing thing to me is it sustained for a long time, even after that initial experience, and I wanted to come back quickly, and we only at that time had the oneness scheduled once a month in our ministry, and in that, that I was like anxious to get back the next time as I could feel that something was shifting in me, though I didn't really know what, but I did feel this different kind of a peace. And, and it continued for quite a, quite a while. So Kira, it sounds like you had an amazing first experience of the oneness blessing. And one of the things I want to let our listeners know is that we will give them an opportunity twice during our hour-long show today to experience the oneness blessing as well. Perhaps not in the same way that you experienced 
which might have been a hands-on-your-head blessing, but yes. we will give people an intentional blessing. So when was this experience? This was at your church in, um, in Arizona? Yes, and it was in late 2007. And we started at that time having oneness blessings every month, but only once a month. So I was thrilled to get it each time that it was happening. And did you, then you became a oneness blessing giver this past year. Um, Is that correct? Yes, in May of last year. So it's only been a year ago that I became a oneness blessing giver. And what was it that, that kind of catapulted you to make that decision for yourself? Well, leading up from those oneness blessings, what I discovered was that as I continued to take those blessings each month, I started to notice that there were changes happening in me that I'd been seeking in my spiritual path my entire life, but had not actually experienced before. The place where I really got my mind to get quiet. I mean, I'd had it in glimpses and I'd had various experiences. Right after I started taking the oneness blessing, uh, Arjuna, our dog, came into town and he Mm -hmm. did an event with us. And he did an event one evening and then he did a weekend uh, experience where we really got taken deeply into the experience of oneness. And I had a profound breakthrough in consciousness at that time into such bliss that (laughs) it's hard to discuss and have any awareness of how to even have a conversation about that level of bliss, as you understand. Mm. (laughs) But the bliss that came in and the expansiveness of moving into higher states of consciousness was happening now each time I had oneness blessing. And then eventually in 2009, I had the realization that the background noise of my mind had disappeared. Oh, my goodness. How beautiful. Yes. It was truly a powerful experience of realizing that I had to get to thought. My mind wasn't just thinking all the time like it always had. And I could just be present uh, with presence in every moment and experience life just as it is and in that awareness I came to the realization this all happened because of the oneness blessing and diksha and I went oh this this is the fastest movement of that kind of grace to to shift consciousness that I have ever experienced and I've tried many many means throughout my life Mm. so you you're talking about an experience of awakening you're awakening to the present to the presence you're also talking about this experience of what the buddhists might call no mind um and when we say no mind we don't mean that we we've lost our mind and we can't function in the world and we can't in your case you're you were a unity minister and you were creating sunday lessons you were doing talks um, yes you know you were living <laughs> your life and yet there wasn't this ongoing you call chatter how do you um how do you share with our listeners the difference in just your daily experience of doing kira's life um, with chatter, without chatter, are there sensations that occur in the body? Is there just a different way of showing up and relating with people? What What was that experience for you? Well, first of all, I'll say yes and yes. Yes and yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are sensations in the body. There's a sensation of expansiveness, first of all, that there is a spaciousness that I am operating within a spaciousness that recognizes um, that I my my body is present, but it's not who I am, and so therefore those experiences of my body being present, I feel all the sensations there, and yet it's almost like I'm living in the spaces between that <laughs> feeling of my cells. I don't know, you know, it's so hard to put into words some of these experiences. But, the, but actually, I was more aware of the sensations of my body than before. N- instead of being 
unconscious and being unconscious of the things that my body's doing, I'm very ultra aware of my body and what it's experiencing and noticing. It's like my hearing becomes more acute. My visual uh, abilities are more precise, have clarity in what I'm viewing. Colors are brighter. So there's a deeper awareness. There's a deeper listening that is hearing not only in my relating to someone. And so I'm having a, a relation and a relating with someone that I'm hearing what they're saying, but it's almost as if I can hear also um, the level of anxiety or stress or the amount of peace or the harmony that is there within them. I can feel a different level of energy emanating from that person. And I can hear and experience it from myself so that I am more authentically present with someone. So the sensations that were there took me into a a deeper now, a deeper experience of being authentically present and hearing someone in a way that I really couldn't hear them before because my mind was busy chattering, the feel, creating feelings of doubt or fear, or, oh, what if, or I need approval in this, or those things that would keep me from being fully in the listening to what someone else had to share. That's really a beautiful way to um, explain the process of, of true listening and being fully present to someone. And I think that so many of us uh, try to do that, and yet we do it from a place of our mental constructs where we try to listen and repeat what somebody is saying. And so we're in the mind all the time rather than being in the, the field of energy where we're literally at one with someone. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, it's time for us to take a break. And I think when we come back, um, it would be a beautiful time for us to share a oneness blessing with our listeners. So this is Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel, and I'm here with Reverend Kira Bear, both Unity Ministers, both Oneness Trainers. And you're listening to the Oneness Program. And we'll be back in just a moment. Namaste, everyone. This is Patricia Keel, and you're listening to the Oneness Program here on Oneness FM and also on Unity FM. Today, we're here with Reverend Kira Bear, who is also a Oneness trainer, and we've just been hearing about Kira's experience of her first Oneness blessing and then what feels like major shifts and transformations that have gone on internally, Kira. One of the things I, before we go into a blessing, one of the things I'd like to ask you about is as a unity minister, uh, the difference in this experience for you relative to the physicality and the sensations of it, how different is this experience of the oneness blessing and the oneness energies from your experience of being drawn into unity as a unity student and then a unity minister. Can you kind of give our listeners a sense of, of that? That's a it's a, a very powerful question because I am so in love with unity and what transformed in my life by coming into unity and understanding becoming conscious. And unity has taken me to a place of experiencing the presence and the consciousness of, uh, of, of truly owning my own mind and understanding the words and the creative power through them and coming into an awareness of God's presence in every moment. Oneness took this to a deepening of that relationship with the divine in such a way that I feel more alive with that presence every single moment, more connected to my own uh, Christ consciousness, divine 
oneness and whatever term or way you understand your divine is that it brought forth um, a deepening that is felt hmm, almost like a substance, like a substantive understanding of how this plays out in my physical body. I feel it in my physical body as um, a, a power in in, I don't know, I'm almost wanting to say in my gut, in my solar plexus, I feel the power of that presence more physically present. I, I think for so long I had a tendency, and this was my personal tendency as well, to go outside of my body to find that presence of God. Mm -hmm. and to seek to connect with the divine out there and then bring it back into the it's the Christ within and yet it didn't get anchored fully into my full body as a result of learning to pay attention to the sensations in oneness and in the blessings that I received I started anchoring it into my body fully to where I feel that presence as an expansiveness and a, a deep wealth and depth of divine substance that resonates uh, a vibration within me that feels alive and in tune with the aliveness of all of the rest of life, of every part of creation. Beautiful. You know, I mean, I, what I'm really hearing from you, it's, you know, it's Christ in you, your hope of glory. It's yeah. these things too, you shall do and more. It's this idea that we, we are embodying the divine presence in every moment that we have this, we're spiritual beings having this human experience, which I think yeah. is party line unity. Um, and, and <laughs> really yet the, the, gift and the grace of the oneness experience and the oneness phenomenon is that you literally are feeling it in that humanness of who we are in in physical form yes uh, and, and and there's a vitality there that uh, isn't there when you're just talking about metaphysics or having that conscious awareness because you're not outside of it it's who you are I heard a, a, a statement from someone that talked about that sometimes when we play in becoming conscious, we are moving the furniture around within the house. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's a powerful thing to be able to clear away the clutter from within our house, within our minds, within our heart, within our being. But the oneness takes us into an awareness where we take down the walls. And so now all of a sudden we have the opportunity to bring, we've always talked about in, in unity, the, and we live in unity, the idea of bringing heaven to earth, bringing that heavenly consciousness into our earthly experience. And what happened is that got anchored in me in a profound way that, that as much as I would speak to it and seek it in prayer Prior to this, I had access to it. it. Not only access to it, but it, it became my reality in the midst of this oneness phenomena. And so those things that I had been preparing and doing the inner work to clear away so that I could be prepared for this, and that was the gift that unity is so powerfully bringing us all the time, is we're clearing away the places where the clutter is so that when the walls come down and we are operating from awareness beyond the level of, of conscious, just being conscious, we become aware we become aware of what it is to be conscious and unconscious and aware of that which is beyond all consciousness and is just existence in that, that there is a clearing that is available to us because we've done the inner work through our metaphysics, through our study, through our meditation. And it is now anchored so powerfully in our being that we become a presence for that oneness and that blessing giving. Uh, we become a clear vessel for that. That's beautiful. This is a perfect opportunity in the show for us to offer the blessing to our listeners with the divine intent that for each one who is listening to the program right now, that this opening is already within you. 
and that heaven on earth is already happening in and through you. And for each one who's listening right now, if you have an opportunity to sit for a moment, to just become aware of your physical body by being aware of your breath moving in and out, if you choose to close your eyes, beautiful. If you're not able to do that, perhaps you're in your car listening to the program or doing going about your day, know that the blessing is finding you in an extraordinarily powerful way. The fact that you are listening to the program is already a testament to the fact that you are ready to receive this grace and this oneness. And so in this moment right now, Kira and I are offering to you this intentional oneness blessing that you are finding and embodying this presence in this moment. Heaven on earth is here and now for each one of us. and the power of the divine presence that is moving in and through us now and for this opportunity to continue in the flow of oneness and unity consciousness. Mm. Such a powerful gift to get to be in that grace and feel it flowing through and be a part of the gift of that. (laughs) It's really pretty powerful. I love that. So you're listening to the oneness program. And this is Patricia Keel. I'm here with Kira Bear, and we're having an opportunity to share this beautiful grace and energy with our listeners today on the Oneness Program. So, Kira, people always go, how does that happen? How does that work that you can (laughs) offer the Oneness Blessing? And I know now you have uh, not only been initiated as a Oneness Blessing giver, but also that you recently were back in India and became a Oneness Trainer. Could you... Tell our listeners a little bit about what that experience was for you. You know, it was such a profound experience because I spent 40 days there, 28 days in a deepening and then 10 days in a training course. And in the midst of that, it truly is a place of going into the depth of my own being and being willing to open up to uh, God in in a more powerful way. And I say that in that... I discovered things about my own relationship with the divine. And one of the things we teach in oneness is the idea that the, the divine is, is very personal to each one of us. So uh, someone may connect with Amma Bhagavan, who are, you know, powerful, wonderful avatars and, and teachers. Someone may be connected to Christ Jesus. Someone may be connected to um, Muhammad. It, it truly is an individual places to where you call forth the divine of your understanding. And in that connection, we get to deepen our awareness of how we relate to the divine on a moment-by-moment basis. And so the experience for me was one of recognizing that I still had ideas about my divine that were limiting I was stunned to find that after years as a unity minister, after doing spiritual work on so many paths and teaching the ways of an expansive God, an unlimited loving presence, I still found at the core of my being there were limiting beliefs that got brought to the surface that as I was willing to go into this oneness and allow this grace to inform me and teach me to be present to everything within, I discovered I had a place where you'll find this, it was very interesting to me to understand what I had done in my mind, that I had somehow created a God who responded when I needed God. 
And so, therefore, I created need in my life <laughs> to connect with God, of course, so that I could always be connected. Wow. And I was like fascinated to discover that and go, what a relief and what a freedom to no longer have to create need to feel and know the value and the worth of that presence and to know that it is always there. It's always been there. It's always flowing. I mean, this is everything we've taught. But what awakened for me was the awareness of how I was in the way of that flowing by a false belief system. One that had to get um, uncovered or brought forth by the divine grace flowing through the diksha, through the oneness blessing. And in that, it brought forth the awareness that, oh, my lands, look at this. Here's a place where um, I am blocking the flow of that divine grace in my life. And releasing that is such freedom. And I quite understand that it wasn't you who released it that the divine released it for you <laughs> thank you so much for our best efforts clarity. Yes. get us right where we've been forever and ever until we're willing to let go and let god which i think is one of the main it, for me that was always one of the teachings in unity and i i was speaking this morning to my partner Roy about that and I said i don't think i really really ever let go and let god until I moved more deeply into receiving and giving the oneness blessing. It was always at the realm of concept for me. And it was let go and see what it is I need to do next. You know, <laughs> how can I manage this situation? I'm going to let it go, but I never really let it go and allow the divine to totally take over. And again, part of that is just, as you were saying, there are these concepts and these constructs about exactly who the divine is, what the divine is, and how, what's the relationship that has been um, set up with me and the divine over lifetimes, I think, not just from, you know, growing up in the congregational church or wherever it was that we grew up. Yeah, it's very powerful to recognize that there is this divine essence that is always flowing itself forth and we're just learning how to let go and get out of the way and recognize it's never been about us it's always <laughs> been the divine doing what the divine is here to do it's just that we're we're not blocking it quite so much anymore and that's the power of this and i had a profound experience with learning the let go process when i got to india you know i um i think i must have taken on maybe some water I shouldn't have or who knows because it's all the divine and I immediately went in I after a few days there I went into a, a little bit of not a little bit a deep powerful cleansing process mm. <laughs> and and a very high fever with it what was fascinating in the process of it is what it immediately went for me is it was my first time ever in India I'm there in a place, of course, I have never been before. I don't know the people. I have a beautiful roommates around me. Thank you, each and every one of them. I had a wonderful natural path and, and uh, a nurse in my room and, I mean, amazing people. Anyway, I am, I am so um, surrendered because I have no choice at that point. Right. I, <laughs> but the beauty of it is that in the process and the journey of learning to recognize that part of the process that we go through in the training and the releasing is coming to the realization that it can't be done through me. It can only be done through the divine. And that is all there ever really is. I have to become helpless. I need to open to the awareness that I am surrendered into God because the truth is all of my efforts have never made it happen. It's only the divine that brings it forth. It's the divine grace that can bring it, and it can bring it forth instantaneously for me. So I got to go into such deep surrender immediately that it opened the pathway for the divine to come rushing in because I gave up my stronghold that I had any ability to deal with that situation. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And, and, you know, many people do have 
extreme experiences in the physical body when they go to India. I myself had a similar experience the first time I was in India in 2006, and I was down for the count for almost a week. Um, and the the guide would come into my room, my dasa, Pragyanan, would come in, and he'd stick his head in and go, ah, you're doing very well. I'm like feeling very, very not well at all. But <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited about what was going on. And he said, oh, this is very good. It's happening right in the beginning. I'm like, okay, if you say so, you know, and I was sort of <laughs> confined to my bed. But it sounds like you had a similar experience. And, and coming through that, um, we know that it's so much more than a physical experience. And it's not necessarily the water or the food or any sort of foreign object that's entered our being. But it's rather the divine really pressing out of us those things that are no longer necessary for us to hold on to at every level of our being, uh, clearing the way, as it were. Yeah, you express it so beautifully. And it is a powerful opportunity. And to know in the midst of it that this is a cleansing and a healing experience. Instead of an illness, it is a healing opportunity to open us up to the flow of the divine. And what a great gift, because most of us don't take the time or are not willing to go through the process and then understand that this is the divine calling moving through me. It's the divine grace that is moving through me so that I can be more fully present to the power of the grace that is coming through each and every moment. Beautiful. Well, we need to take another little break here, Kira, and don't leave your computer. We will be back and we will heal all of these processes that have been happening to both of us as we traveled in India. You're listening to the Oneness Program and we'll be right back. This is Reverend Dr. Patricia Keel. You're listening to the Oneness Program, and I'm here with Reverend Kira Baer, who is a Unity Minister and a certified Oneness Trainer. And just before the break, we were with Kira in India while she was doing a 40-day deepening process and trainer's course. And I just want to just, 40 days, you were there. There are other people who've had 40-day experiences that are part of, uh, embedded in our history. How did that happen for you? (laughs) Well, you know, it was very powerful because, in fact, I I could not leave at 38 or 39 days. Even though I could have left then, I was done, complete. At the same time, the universe would have it that it must be 40 days that I I spent in this journey. I couldn't get a flight out. And so, as a result, it was really symbolically a representation of what was occurring for me of the whole movement through the wilderness and into the profound experience of the divine where it comes through so powerfully where the I am speaks with presence and power and calls me forth into a new life and I felt that through that time there you know as we kind of started I was there there going through this deep healing experience but as a result I was opened to a place where I could go into the depths of my being, feel and experience and know where I had those opportunities to learn to be more at one with God, to feel and know that presence on an every moment basis. We speak of that so much in unity. And yet, as you said, sometimes it's a concept that we get to here and there in our meditations or in this moment of prayer or in our moment of calling and presence to speak. But instead to live from within that, 
that's what shifted in this process for me of getting my mind out of the way, how divine grace, and I didn't, again, I didn't do it, but divine grace has moved the, the chatter of the mind out of the way and moved me into a place of feeling and knowing this presence and connection in so much more of a profound way each and every moment that I feel as if my heart has just been opened. We speak in, in uh, oneness of flowering the heart. Mm. That's and such a it, beautiful statement. I love that. Just imagining the lotus opening up in the heart. Yes, and it's the lotus of the heart. It's the lotus that is up the top of the head in the chakra system. It is every part of me feels alive and awake in being at one with all of the rest of the universe and creation. And, and in that, that awareness and that awakeness and that aliveness and vitality that is there every moment, that it is almost as if, I can no longer experience myself as separate. I can no longer experience myself as the doer at all. It is the divine that is the doer, and things happen automatically, therefore, rather than it being about me needing to go make something happen. Um, in the past, there was so much mind activity in wanting to put things in order and make things happen, and now it's watching them unfold in the beauty of this orchestration of the divine grace. It's so wonderful to hear you talk about this. And I know that the experience that you are having is the experience of awakening. And it's opening into being fully aware of what is in every moment. Uh, and I think that there's a, often a perception that if we're not in the mind somehow, and the mind isn't running things that somehow our life is going to just fly off. We're going to fly off the planet. We're going to become airy-fairy. We're not going to be able to do the things that, that we normally do on a day-to-day -day basis, live our daily lives, um, create things, um, carry out ideas. And what has been your experience with that? How has that changed from before this experience in India? I think it's actually the opposite. I was one that my friends always said, well, we might need to tether her a bit because I was so always kind of out there and airy-fairy in some ways and woo-woo and all of that. And in that, it's almost as if I had a hard time being present fully to the level that I am now. What's occurred now is a level of authenticity, of an ability to be present. One of the other breakthroughs that happened for me in India, and I say this because I believe it's the process of awakening that occurs when we take this on deeply, whether you do it in your own hometown, whether you go to India and participate in the oneness experiences that are available to you in the oneness events, what happens are these places of breaking through ways of being that we have carried with us uh, throughout, throughout lifetimes and certainly throughout this lifetime. And I had a breakthrough of releasing a place in me where I carried self-doubt and insecurity. Now, no one who knew me on the outer would consider me all that insecure. I'm, you know, a public speaker. I'm a minister. I'm out here very present for them. But internally, I carried this deep insecurity and self-doubt. Mm. With that being dissolved, it literally got dissolved in this process. And with that being dissolved, I became free to be so fully present with authenticity. I am I'm not having to worry about your approval or how is this sounding or is this the right thing to say or second guessing and doubting myself. So therefore, I can be present to what action is called for in the moment, fully present to the action of the moment without all of these other dynamics pulling a part of my energy so that I'm only half present. And so I feel that the action that is inspired now out of the moment of existence is one that has much more um, power and presence with it. It is more focused. I find I get things done uh, more easily, uh, le more, far less effort and mental uh, engagement in making things happen, in bringing things into uh, 
alignment, whether it's writing something, whether it's speaking something, whether it's finding how to communicate and relate to someone in every instance, and even it's doing the laundry. I don't, you know, it's every instance of life is has its profound awareness in it, and I'm able to be present to it, and it just flows naturally, rather than my feeling like, oh, I have to get this done, oh, I need to hurry, and, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's simple. It, life becomes simple. It's beautiful. It, it's a flow, yes. So um, I just want to pull in an awareness for our listeners that you are um, – currently in Houston, Texas, and I know that the first time you received the Oneness Blessing was at Unity of Houston, and that they maintain an ongoing group there and send out information, and I know, I was just thinking when you were speaking about, you know, doing Sunday messages, and that you recently spoke at the church there, and I'm imagining that that might have been a different experience for you than previous times before you've really had these deepening experiences um, to speak. How was that for you? It was different. I didn't carry with me the same nervousness or feeling that I needed to. I think underneath it all, there's a difference of feeling a need to persuade people in some way. (laughs) It's almost like an underlying intention, not one that was conscious, but I realized that that's no longer in existence. So instead, there's just an ability to share a message Uh, a message that's coming through me because that's mine to give and do in this moment. And so there's a freedom in being able to express that. And I feel freer in my uh, way of speaking and being free to laugh and to be in joy and celebration and experiencing whatever wants to come forth in that moment rather than needing to direct it or make sure it has this element in it. And instead, it's almost as if the divine speaks through me even more powerfully to speak to each person that it needs to express its message to, because it's not my message at all. Beautiful, beautiful. So could you give our listeners then that contact information? The minister at Unity of Houston is Reverend Howard Caesar, who also happens to be a oneness blessing giver. And he's been very gracious and, and really empowering the oneness group in the community. But what is the, how can people find out more if you're in the Houston area and you can make a contact. I have to do two things. One is I need to say this just to honor those that gave me my first oneness blessing was not here in Houston. It was in Arizona. Oh, okay. And I want to acknowledge that. But I also will say I'm very active in this community and it's very powerful now. You can go to www.unityhouston.org and on that website you'll find that that is the Unity of Houston here and they have a whole section for oneness. And as you go there well, you can open up and find out all of the different activities and events that we have going on in Oneness here. We have many trainers in the area uh, that are connected through Unity are not only Unity, because certainly we are branched out into the whole community. However, you will be able to find through that avenue all of the different activities and events that are being done in Oneness here uh, through that through that avenue. Beautiful. And for those of you in other parts of the country, there's a wonderful website that was set up by Carrie Chin, uh, and the email address is, or the website is worldonenessconnunity.org. And you can go there and put in whatever state you live in and find oneness blessing givers and their events you can find oneness trainers if you decide you might want to be a oneness blessing giver you can attend one of the oneness awakening courses so that world oneness org is a great resource for people all over not only the u.s but actually globally so i think this is a perfect time in our program now kira and i'm going to ask you if you would lead us in an intentional oneness blessing Oh, I would love to. That's my great joy to be a vessel for that. So I invite everyone, wherever you are, if you're driving, if you're listening at your computer, to take a deep breath. If you can close your eyes and settle in and invoke the presence within you in inner quiet, that's ideal. If you're in the midst of an activity, trust and know that at this time that the activity of the divine is going to find you perfectly and bring forth its divine grace into your being. As Patricia and I go into this silence, uh, we are 
connecting with that divine essence that's bringing forth its grace and has its own intelligence to support and nurture and fulfill the highest calling for you at this time. So join us in the silence and feel into and allow this presence to move through and embody itself in you in its perfection. divine love and presence that is flowing to and through us. And again, you're listening to the Oneness Program. This is Patricia Keel, and I'm here with Kira Bear. And we have just a, now about two minutes left, Kira, and I'm just going to ask you if there's just something that is being called forth inside you that you would like to share with our listeners today. I guess the one thing I would like to share is that as you open yourself to the experience of oneness, just begin to become aware and notice the ways that your mind may operate differently, the times that you experience peace and the times that you find yourself relating more authentically. Just begin to notice. Notice the sensations in your body because it's important that we pay attention to the ways that the grace is expanding and the miracles that are occurring in our life because of it. And as we do that, we start to notice that more and more miracles are happening and it becomes an expansive reality because we've also chosen to allow ourselves to focus and bring the awareness that of what is happening internally into an external conscious place. And in that, it, it tends to give it, um, I guess, the go-ahead, the yes to say, this grace can expand in me and I'm going to appreciate and honor it for what it is doing and not naysay it or question it or say, oh, no, that was nothing. It was something. If you felt it, it was real. If you experienced just a thought for a moment that maybe I had a bit more peace, then it is true. So allow yourself the gift of knowing that this grace is truly alive in you and is moving your life in magnificent ways. It will be fun to see and hear from you and to know the miracles that are happening because we know it's real. We've experienced it in our own lives. I know it's real. I've experienced it in my own life. And I'm so grateful, filled with this power of grace, I feel more alive than ever, and it is a glorious place to live. Beautiful. Well, you're listening to the Oneness Program, and you can find us on the web at www.onenessprogram.com. This is Patricia Keel, and I'm so grateful to have you with us today on the show, Kira, and we'll look forward to connecting with you very soon. Namaste, everyone. Thank you, Patricia, and namaste. Thank you.